Well, uh, my name is Ryan Patrick. Uh, nothing fancy. No Ryan Patrick Esquire or Ryan Patrick the Third. Just plain Ryan Patrick. Uh, tell tell us about Ryan Patrick. What what is it that you do? I, I wear many hats. I have, I have many irons in my fire. Uh, by day, I am a marketer. I write and produce a lot of radio ads. I also write for email and web and whatever uh, our clients really need. Uh, I work with a, my, my best friend, Tim Miles, uh, and we work with a, a 20 or so clients around the country in Canada, just, just helping them with their marketing messaging and strategizing and, and things like that. Uh, that's what I do during the day. At night, uh, I put on my cape and I become a podcaster. Right now, I am currently co-hosting and producing a podcast called Mash Matters, which is a podcast that celebrates the classic television show Mash. And this is why I wanted to talk to you because so many people in radio have good ideas for podcasts, but they're sometimes missing that that special element. And your special element is you got in touch with Jeff Maxwell, and I want to I want to find out how that came together. Jeff Maxwell, who played Private Igor from Mash, a well known character, certainly with lots and lots of insider information, and that really. Uh, is the icing on the cake. How did you hook up with Jeff? Well, oddly enough, it was through my career in radio. Um, back in, I, I started working in radio in 1996, uh, started working overnights on a radio station. And when you work overnights on a radio station, you get to meet and become pretty good uh, friends with the uh, the morning host because, you know, he comes in and takes over for you. And uh, our morning show host uh, was a gentleman named Pat Benton uh, on New Country Z100, which is uh, a country radio station out of uh, Marion Carbondale Market in Illinois. And uh, through the years, I evolved from working overnights to working part-time in the creative department and also working part-time on the morning show with Pat. And that evolved into me becoming a co-host on the show. And I was, I also served as, as a producer on his show. So I booked a lot of the guests. Well, I had one of those services, you know, and back in the day, this is even really the email wasn't a big thing even then. So they would, they would send us like catalogs in the mail with all these guest possibilities. And I'm flipping through it one day and I see that Jeff Maxwell, private Igor from MASH had written a cookbook, a MASH themed (laughs) cookbook and he was uh, available as a guest on you know radio shows and of course i had been a lifelong fan of the show mash i was obsessed with the show mash and so when i saw oh my gosh i have an opportunity to interview private igor on the show heck yeah let me let me reach out so i i sent an email uh to the email that was on the uh on the form there and turned out it went straight to Jeff. And so we set up a, an interview for the morning show. Jeff came on, you know, via phone and, uh, you know, we were, we were on mornings here in the, in the central time zone and he was out in California. So he probably had to get up at three o'clock in the morning, you know, just to do our, our little uh, piddly morning show, but he did. And he talked to us for a good, you know, 30 or 40 minutes that morning. And it was so much fun. And afterwards, I just sent him an email and said, hey, that was awesome. That was great. Thank you so much. Uh, and I would just 
stay in touch with him. Uh, my, my buddy Tim, as we were talking about earlier, he and I went to uh, out to L.A. for the uh, the Dick Orkin Dan O'Day Creative Summit. Oh yeah, back in 1999. Yeah, and we uh, and we ended up having lunch with Jeff while we were out there, and so we we just stayed in touch throughout the years and. So, you know, we would talk a couple of times a, a, a year via email. Well, last year, I started getting the itch to put together a podcast for MASH. But I, I wasn't sure what I wanted to do with it. I didn't know that if I wanted it to be, um, you know, an episode-by-episode chronicle of the show or what. There are already a couple of uh, podcasts out there that do that for the show MASH. So I, I wanted, I thought maybe this would just be an opportunity to do kind of an oral history of the show. And I reached out to Jeff and said, hey, Here's what I'm thinking, and I, I'm curious, one, would you want to be a guest on the show? Or two, I even thought maybe we could do a recurring thing where, uh, you know, kind of an Ask Private Igor kind of a segment, you know? Um, and he he replied back saying, hey, um, you know, I, I, I've been a guest many times. I don't know that I want to be a guest, but I might be interested in, in doing something kind of full-time with this, long-term. And I, which I, you could have picked me up off the floor when he, when he, you know, sent me that email, um, saying that he actually would, was interested in, in being my partner on, on the podcast. Then all of a sudden it took off to a whole different level for me because here, here was going to be just a, a podcast with some fan talking about the show to all of a sudden now, I, now I'm going to be partnering with somebody who was on the show. And so, even when we started the podcast, episode one, we weren't entirely sure what we had here. Um, we, we weren't sure where it was going to go, and we didn't know, too, if if people were going to be interested in listening to it. Um, well, we, we quickly learned that we had something and that people were listening to it. Um, because MASH does have a, uh, a very devoted uh, fan base out there. There, there are many. If you get on Facebook, you can you can see many many Facebook groups associated with the show, and so uh, we we started gaining some traction. And I I give full credit to the fact that the reason that we gained so much traction so quickly is because of Jeff's involvement with the podcast. People. Uh, really do enjoy the the character of Private Igor on the show Mash, and if you're if you're not uh, quite familiar with who he is, he was he was the poor schmo who uh, was responsible for slinging all the food, the bad food in the mess tent, um, and uh, creamed weenies, and you know just just he he had he had some really great moments on the show, and I, I his involvement really sparked something. So now the show evolved from me just wanting to do a show talking about Mash to a show where we answer a lot of questions from listeners um and it we we go at it from the the point of view of um a, a mash super fan somebody who loves the show who has seen every episode many many times uh, who can quote many of them by heart uh and the point of view of somebody who was on the show um because what's very interesting to me is jeff very early in in the run of our our podcast he admitted that he wasn't necessarily a huge fan of the show itself he was more of a fan of being a part of the show working on the show the people that he met doing the show um to him it was a job and you know uh working in radio steve you know this um you know sometimes 
the 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 image of a radio uh, personality outside of the radio station is much different than the radio personality's view on the inside of the station, and so I look at it from that is. I have to look at it from the perspective of, you know, for, for Jeff, it was a job and it was a great job. It's a job that, you know, obviously it's, it's, it's probably one of, one of the greatest jobs you could ever ask for. Um, but still it was a job. He had to go and he had to do it. And there were good days and there were bad days and there were challenges and there was fun and, and it's just like any job. And that's what it was for him. So anyway, that, that is a long, long answer to your, your simple question. But, um, I, I tie it all back to my career in radio, making that connection with Jeff 20 years ago led to this uh, opportunity now. Yeah, I mean, uh, one, one of the things I'm, I'm hoping that people gain from this episode of the Interprep podcast is that if you want to do a podcast, go for it, because you probably have the technical expertise, you probably have the mic technique, you know how to bring phone calls in or record people and produce it in the end. I mean, it, that part of it is is a big chunk of it and is going to be a lot easier for somebody who's already in radio. But what you got to have is the formula, and you found a great formula because you bring a true fan perspective, Ryan. And for example, you know, you guys were talking recently, uh, uh, answering a letter uh, from uh, a listener or an email, and they said, hey, there was the scene where Frank Burns accidentally said sergeant to Igor instead of private. No, 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 sergeant. From now on, you will not simply slop food onto these trays. Look at this random arrangement. The kidney beans have slopped over from the kidney bean compartment into the applesauce compartment. The dehydrated potatoes are in every compartment. Sergeant, I want standardization of compartment usage. When I look down a table at a row of trays, I want to see beans, 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 beans. Potatoes, potatoes, potatoes. Applesauce, applesauce, applesauce. You know, why did why you know why wasn't that fixed? And and Jeff said, Well, I don't remember that, but here's probably why we didn't fix it. And you, as the fan, said, I remember that. And then of course, using your radio expertise and your production prowess, you dipped into the archive, dropped that clip in real quick. And by the way, I just want you to know. I stole that clip for my own show, uh, and, I, and, and I actually blogged about it on Interprep, uh, interprep.com slash blog, because I, I'm always reminding people, especially the new ones in radio, everything is show prep, mm-hmm. and, I, and I get quite a bit of show prep and trivia and things from podcasts, but my co-host loves her food separated. If she could go through life carrying her own compartmentalized tray everywhere she went, she would. And so that that clip reminded me of a conversation she and I had have had before, played it for her. It turned into a kind of a reboot of that conversation where she talks about her dislike of food touching. So anyway, that's great. Let's talk about the the talent part of it, because you are, I can tell by listening to the podcast, you're the bus driver, right? You're the seasoned professional in radio slash podcasting. Um, and how how uh, how's it been working with Jeff? Who you know he's he's an entertainer, he's an artist, but he's never done radio or podcasting before. Uh, was it pretty easy to get him to slide into that co-hosting position? And and since the episode, you guys have celebrated your first anniversary now. Do you do things like air checks, or you know, or do you just everything kind of works? You know, you're not looking for perfection, and you've never really talked too much about the interaction uh, and the conversations. Well, uh, first of all, let me do I. I on behalf of Jeff, let me say that he he does he does have some radio experience. Um, he and uh, a gentleman that he a lifelong friend of his um, who was a, a big wig in the uh, recording industry. They had a radio talk show. It was a weekly show 
in L.A. that ran, I think, for a few years um, up until it's probably I think I think they finished it up uh, uh, maybe three or four four years ago but uh it ran for a few years called breaking in okay and they did that on la radio station and the the focus was talking to people in the entertainment industry who are wanting to break into the business and so jeff came at it from the film and tv side uh, his partner rick came at it from a uh from the music side so they they covered both uh so he did have some radio experience and and he had some good and just like any radio personality you had some good experiences and you had some not so great experiences as well but uh he really enjoyed that and what's funny is through the years every time i would email him i'm like why haven't you and rick started the podcast yet and so i was putting the podcast <laughs> bug in his ear for many many years until i came along and said hey i'm gonna start a podcast would you like to be a part of it um as far as working with Jeff, it's a dream. Um, he, it's very interesting when, when I first contacted him about the podcast, you know, he, he was not a podcast listener. He, he did not really understand what a podcast is. And I think that's a, that, that's been really kind of eye opening for me. Uh, not just with Jeff, but with people I know, um, just because I'm a podcast listener and Steve, just because you're a podcast listener doesn't mean that everybody is a podcast listener. And sometimes you have to go out of your way to educate people. What exactly is a podcast? You know, I hear that you can subscribe to your podcast. How much does it cost? You know, and, and people just don't know, um, and Jeff was one of those people. He just he wasn't really sure what what the podcast wasn't was to begin with. So I had to you know kind of explain the concept to him. And once once I explained the concept to him, he was on board. And we we didn't really have uh, like I said when we started, we didn't really have a game plan. We just we just thought you know what. Um, I put it out on Facebook for some of my own friends, my own personal Facebook, and said, "Hey, uh, do you have any questions? You know, just to kind of seed so that that first episode." And we got a few questions from some friends, and and we used those in our first episode. And um, then on that first episode, we said, "Hey, here's how to contact us. Get us some more information, or give, send in your questions." And all of a sudden, people just started sending in questions. And so that has really fueled the, the podcast ever since. So we don't do um, – the the prep that happens before a show for us is I go through I, – I, I am the producer of the show, um, so – uh, both, both actually physically producing the show and also behind the scenes producing it. Um, I, I take, I go through our Facebook page. I go through our emails, our Twitter feed. Uh, I go through everything and curate all the questions and put them all in one place. And then I send them to Jeff and I say, okay, let's look through these and let's decide what we want to tackle in the next episode. And we will have a conversation. Most of our conversation, um, happens via email. He and I will communicate via email most of the time and shoot back, you know, thoughts and, and everything like that. And, uh, then we, we schedule a time to get together and we get together, uh, on online and we, we will spend the first, usually about first 20 minutes while we're talking, uh, just kind of mapping out the, uh, the episode and then we start recording and really we do not have aside from the questions that we have uh and i have a little bit of an idea of what structure what order we're going to do the questions besides that we we go in and just do it yeah we don't have uh you know we don't i don't sit and i don't 
write out my answers to to for my questions. We just kind of go in and just just wing it. And I like that. Um, now, I will say that I also produce when, when we're finished. I take the audio and I do a lot of production on the podcast. I, I want it to sound as good as I possibly can. And so I will go through and meticulously take out uh, you know, the coughs and the sniffles and uh, the, uh, some of the ums and, and, you know, and things like that. So, um, we, we wing it, but I, I do produce it to make it sound like we're not, <laughs> that we're not just rambling. Uh, kind of like what, kind of like what I'm doing here. <laughs> Don't worry about it. I'm going to edit this out anyway. In fact, it's all going to be edited down to 60 seconds. So <laughs> all of it. My questions, your answers, it's all rambling. Well, you know you know this as a former radio guy, but as a guy who has to write in 30-second and 60-second increments and you're writing email blasts for clients, mm-hmm. um, and, and, and everybody in radio now knows this because we're all competing against each other. We're all competing against podcasts and morning television and satellite radio and... You know, it's not so much about the length, but but the quality of the content. And so you guys have, uh, you know, you have unique quality content because you've got Jeff. You're a fan. You you understand the show. You can bring elements of, of audio into it, and Jeff can give you sort of the the, the back uh, story of it. And you know, one of the one I don't know about uh, what your favorite podcasts are, but one of mine is Dex Shepard's Armchair Expert. Um, yes, because he's kind of. A Jeff Maxwell in Hollywood. You know, he's he's had some good roles in Hollywood, mm-hmm. nothing monstrous. So he's not isolated and he knows a lot of people. And so it's kind of cool. You were talking about Jeff's old radio show where where Dax will just sit down with somebody like Joseph Gordon Levitt or Charlie Day and they'll just chat about Hollywood. And mm-hmm. it's like, man, I am it feels like I'm sitting in a coffee shop with these two dudes. Just talking about things that I would like to know about because I know nothing about Hollywood. So I kind of feel that way when I'm listening to you guys. You're the fan, mm-hmm. and Jeff's the insider, and he's not such an insider where he was in his you know ultra luxury trailer. Uh, he was there, you know. Yeah, I mean, I, f- yeah. I really feel like he was. He was probably when his scene was over. He probably hung around for a little bit afterwards, and absolutely, yes. you know, talked to people, and so. Yeah, it's been it's been great too because we've had the opportunity to have some people from the show on our podcast, uh, not just on uh, not just actors on the show, but also some writers from the show. Um, and what's been wonderful that we had we had one uh, particular episode we had uh, Kelly Nakahara who played Nurse Kelly. Well, Kelly and Jeff are lifelong friends. They they have been uh, since Mash. They have been very very close. And that particular episode was so special because one, Kelly had had some health issues and she had been going through a lot. And so it was nice to finally be able to have the chance to talk to her. But I found myself just sitting back and listening because it was two old friends talking. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't an interview. It was them reliving memories. And, and, you know, Jeff has, has, uh, uh, he has admitted that through the course of this podcast, it's brought back a lot of memories for him, and it's brought back an, an appreciation for the show for him, and and uh, that means a lot to me as a fan because you know this this is what we fans enjoy listening to. You know, I I set out to make a, a podcast for for Mash that as a fan myself uh, that I would want to hear. That I would want to listen to. And, you know, that, that's kind of, if you're starting a podcast, what is it that you, as a fan of that subject, what would you want to hear? And if you're not hearing it in other podcasts, then it's an opportunity for you to 
create your own so you can make sure that the podcast that you as a fan would like to hear is out there for other fans to hear. So technically, on the technical side, uh, talk about um, some of the tools that you're using. He's in L.A., you're in Illinois, right? Yes, yes, down in the southern tip of Illinois. Um, yeah, we, we, we explored a couple of different avenues, but the one that we landed on, we use a, a, a program called Ringer, uh, R-I-N-G-R, uh, which you can find online. And I, I went ahead and I, I paid for the uh, the pro version because the pro version gives me the opportunity to have individual tracks uh, to be able to uh, to produce. Um, it's it's a it's it's pretty easy to use. And uh, the the challenge was is when we have an interview, you know, when you're talking to somebody who is associated with the show. You are talking to people who are in their, at the youngest, probably in their early 70s, mm. uh, at their oldest, in the mid-80s. And so, you know, the the one thing that Ringer does not do is allow you to uh, record over the phone. And there is an app on the phone, and if they just download the app and punch in the, the code that we give them, they join our conversation. Um, but... Uh, we, it was very, it was, it was a surreal moment for me. We had, uh, we had the, the awesome opportunity, uh, a couple months ago to talk to Mike Farrell, who played BJ on the show. But what you didn't hear was, uh, the 30 to 40 minutes prior to our recording, me walking Mike Farrell <laughs> through the downloading of the app over the phone and punching in the code and connecting with us. It was, it was, uh, it reminded me of, you know, back in the day of when I was like teaching my grandmother how to program the VCR. Uh, it was, it was, it was a very surreal moment for me in, in that respect. So, um, so Ringer is what we use from from the technical side, and it gives us two clean tracks when when it's Jeff and I, or three clean tracks when we have an interview, and then I can download it and I, I use uh, Adobe Audition to record or to uh, produce the show, um, and uh, yeah, so basically we sit we sit at our computers in our respective uh, time zones. Uh, he, I believe his micro, I believe he, his microphone is a, a roadcaster, uh, pro. Um, I use the uh, audio technica. I, I forget which number it is. Uh, 2,500. I think I'm not sure. Um, I'm not, I'm not as much of a, an, a tech geek as a lot of people are with, with the audio stuff. Um, but, uh, yeah, we, we record, uh, and then it uploads all the audio to a cloud. I download it and then I produce the show. And, uh, then once I do that, I, you know, we have our, our host, as you know, as a, as a podco- podcaster, you have your, your hosting and, and, you know, for the RSS feeds and all that. I, I take care of that, all of that on, on my end. And then we have a website, which is matchmatterspodcast.com. And, and we put all of the show notes from the show and, uh, the, put the episodes on there as well. So, you know, there is, there is, there is a lot of work that goes into it. And if somebody is interested in podcasting, you know, even if you are in radio and you think, well, I, I, I've got the equipment, I, I, I've got the personality, I can do a podcast. There is a lot more to it than just recording and producing the podcast. And uh, much like radio, you don't get into podcasting for the money. <laughs> yeah. So, because uh, <laughs> there's no, there is not really any money unless you are a Dak Shepard or or a Mark Marin or something like that on a, on a bigger scale. It is harder to uh, monetize. 
uh, podcast. So, you know, we're not making any money off of it. <laughs> Unless you're Jeff Maxwell, who has a mash theme cookbook from the 90s that he can now <laughs> sell on Amazon in ebook form. Yes, he, there is the cookbook is out there, but I don't know that he's making hardly anything from it. Well, again, Ryan Patrick and Jeff Maxwell, they do the Mash Matters podcast. And if you are a Mash fan, you're going to learn a lot by uh, checking it out. Congratulations again on, on one year. I bet you can't believe it's already been a year of the podcast. I can't. I, I, it blows me away that we have uh, been doing this for a year. And I don't know how much longer we're going to do it. I, I want to do it for many, many years. But, uh, you know, even if we only get a year or two under our belt and, and that's it, it's been a, a heck of a ride. So, uh, uh, year one down, year two just starting, and uh, we'll see where it goes. Thank you, Ryan. Appreciate it. Thank you, Steve. That's the Interprep Podcast. If you're not receiving our free daily show prep email, get to interprep.com slash free to sign up. It really is free. And if you're a busy radio pro, do your career a favor and subscribe to Interprep Pro. You can request sample issues at interprep.com. I'll talk to you soon and have a great show. No, 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 Sergeant. From now on, you will not simply slop food onto these trays. Look at this random arrangement. The kidney beans have slopped over from the kidney bean compartment into the applesauce compartment. The dehydrated potatoes are in every compartment. Sergeant, I want standardization of compartment usage. When I look down a table at a row of trays, I want to see beans, 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 beans. Potatoes, potatoes, potatoes. Applesauce, applesauce, applesauce.